This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's Mahomes' world we're paying rent. Absolutely. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Niners fans are saying we can stop the conversation. And yes, you can. You've got to take Mahomes and put his ass on the turf. Earlier on the show, Fox Sports broadcaster Kevin Burkhart. Prime Video Thursday Night Analyst Andrew Whitworth. Coming up, CBS Sports broadcaster Jim Nance. Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All right. It is hour number two, day number two of Super Bowl week. And as soon as we are done with this show, we're all heading to the airport and we are taking off for Las Vegas, Nevada. And our show emanates from the Super Bowl experience over the next three days. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Great chat in hour number one with the voice of the NFL on Fox, the man who called the 49ers divisional comeback win over Green Bay and an NFC championship game comeback win over the Lions. Kevin Burkhardt of Fox just left. Uh, Jim Nance will be joining us in about 20 minutes time. But uh, let's go right now to, I believe he is zooming in from Las Vegas, Nevada. A good friend of the program. Does this show quite frequently. He was also the guest of Susie and Amy on What the Football a couple of weeks ago from Prime Video, courtesy of Mattel creations good to see you andrew whitworth how are you rich what's going on baby i'll be waiting on you at the baggage plane man come on let's go you know what (laughs) you know andrew you 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 touched upon a subject matter that i was planning on touching upon later on it's a very very touchy subject checking a bag when you're going on a group trip um andrew i don't do those things um i carry on (laughs) And um, and that so you won't see me at baggage claim, sir. Certainly not at that airport. Well, here's the good news, Rich. You know, not to get off subject, but my very first job as an analyst yes. with Amazon last year, the Chiefs Chargers, I actually forgot all my bags at the airport. So I was the teammate that we pulled up to the hotel and they said, all right, everyone get your bags out. And I realized I never got them from the airport. So I had to go all the way back. And my first uh, road trip as an analyst. So, I, you know, I really had it mastered from the jump. So, hold on a second. You, in your first road trip, I believe, was that to Kansas City last year? Was that yeah, your first? Yeah, Kansas okay. City Chargers. Chargers. I remember Kansas that was... City, you know, it's the whole deal. Right. Rich, you show up, you're excited. I saw Kaylee and Carissa and Ryan. I'm like, oh, it's everybody. Like, this is our group. Yeah. Got to talking. I got in the car. Not only did I check a bag, I also had a carry-on. That I just flat out left, left while I was grabbing a coffee. <laughs> so I had to get you an Uber. You. Best part is, here it is, Rich. You don't you don't tell on yourself. So I got to the hotel. I got in an Uber. I went back to the airport and I searched for all my bags and then took an Uber back to the hotel. Uh, and then nobody didn't, knew but Carissa for a while. You didn't. <laughs> wow. You didn't tell anybody, huh? Okay, except Carissa. I get it. So hold on a second. Last one. Is that because you NFL guys don't handle your own baggage? Is that you just thought somebody would just do it for you, Andrew, in in media? (laughs) Well, you know her. I'm pretty sure she was like, first time you've ever actually had to go through the airport. I was like, yeah, exactly. You know, we're used to getting bust out to the tarmac. You know, we just threw our bag on the plane. So, little spoiled. That's all it was, Rich. 
You just need to travel with Al where you don't touch your bag once. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. You got to go on Air Al. Air Al, baby. Air Al, baby. Well, good to see you, Andrew Whitworth. Um, Let's just jump right into it. Super Bowl 58 will come down to what? I think really you look at it for the Chiefs. It, it seems like Andy Reid has really been a game plan guy these last three weeks in the in the playoffs. It's like every week he's kind of had a true plan of how he was going to attack the specific team. And we've we've talked about it. I think you and I a couple weeks ago about just him different usage of his personnel and things like that offensively, using more tight ends and that. But it's also been a shift in the run game. They've they've gone from being this zone football team to a pull power counter lead type team. And it's been dramatic. I mean, they've gone from being leading by outside zone, inside zone to this team where we're going to pull our linemen, we're going to get them in space, and we're going to create holes that way. And it has been electric for this offense. They've run the ball better than they have all season these last couple weeks. So I think that's going to be the key. Can the Niners stop the run for them uh, so that you eliminate all, the, eliminate all those opportunities for Mahomes to do things with you when they're moving the chains? And then on the Niners side, will you lean on the run game? I mean, Kyle Shanahan in two Super Bowl appearances, zero points in the fourth quarter, heavily, heavily passed, you know, all leaning towards throwing the ball a lot, not running it much. Will he lean on the run game? Because that's the one weakness the Chiefs have shown defensively is they have not stopped the run well. So when you were preparing to take on the um, Niners in an NFC championship game where the Rams were back in your day, Andrew, what uh, were you looking at that you think the Chiefs might be looking at right now to exploit? In this game, I think it's a, I think it's a different team. I mean, when we played them, you know, really a couple of years ago, uh, I thought they were really good against the run. This year, for whatever reason, they they've started to struggle a little bit, especially here in these playoffs to stop the run game. Uh, maybe just trying to create. Like, hey, we don't want to give up any explosives. Is their mentality? Um, but you look at it; they, they haven't played as well as you would think they would in the playoffs. They've come back in all these games to find ways to win, uh, which really says a lot about the job Brock Purdy's done to bring them back. But I think this team's much different in their style and how they've played. And so I think, to me, the physicality is the big thing you thought about when you played that team is they just play with an energy and a physicality that's rare. But this Chiefs team has played exactly like that all playoffs long. And that's why I think this game is going to be awesome because there's going to be a lot of energy and a lot of physical play on both sides of the football. What did you think of Andrew Whitworth, Nick Bosa's quote when asked about what he sees on film from the, you were laughing, the Chiefs offensive lineman, quote, they hold a lot, end quote. What did you think of that? Listen, I got paid for 16 years to hold people rich. It was great. So listen, <laughs> we're just, we're, all we are is linemen. Listen, linemen are just high-paid bouncers, okay? Keep you out of the door. That's our job. We're not letting you in the door. So I don't care. Call it a hold. Call it a grab. Say I fell down in front of you. If you don't get to the quarterback, I win. So that's all I worried about. And so I think for the Chiefs linemen, they don't care. Say whatever you want, Bosa. (laughs) We're going to stop you from getting there, and that's the only thing we care about. They hold a lot. That's I I mean, that was funny. You got to give them credit for that, right? (laughs) Hey, Nick's awesome. I love it. He's got a great dry wit about him. Uh, I thought that was awesome. I mean, that's the only thing he saw. So uh, that said, in all seriousness, are you concerned about the tackles for the Chiefs? I, I will say it's going to be a big part of the game, but I think just as big as if Joe Tooney's not in there, you know, really the ability of Javon Hargrave, can he can he really make an impact on this game? Because you think about it, like Nick Bosa is a guy, the way he wins is, is a lot of power, hand swipe stuff, where he's going to close these edges. 
But if he's going to be closing these edges, that's what makes the Niners rush special. If Javon Hargrave can create pressure in the middle, you know, against Nick Allegretti, I think that that's a big part of condensing that pocket on Mahomes and not giving him space to get out. And so that will be an emphasis for this 49ers D line. And if they can get that done, they'll, they'll win the Super Bowl because that, that's really going to be the thing that tells the story. The only Super Bowl we've seen Patrick Mahomes lose and played in, he was missing both his tackles and was under pressure a lot. And so they've got to find a way to create pressure if they want to be able to stop Mahomes. And that said, one of the reasons why the Chiefs are in this game, uh, Andrew Whitworth, is because the defense of the Chiefs has been so special and Steve Spagnolo, uh, pulled his Spags bag of tricks out on Lamar Jackson. So what do you think he's got cooked up for Brock Purdy in this game to speed him up and get him seeing some ghosts, maybe? Yeah, I, I think the interesting part will be really the discipline that uh, the Niners use offensively. I thought you really look at that Detroit game. Even as bad as it went early, they never really deviated from who they are and the system they run. Um, and in this game, I think it'd be similar. Spags is going to have a plan for how he's going to stop this offense at the beginning of the game. And are the Niners going to commit to being able to run the football and run it successfully? Because that's how you're going to beat this Chiefs team. Build it off the run, play actions off of that, and then take your opportunities to get back in gun and use it as you move the football and get those chains moving. But they've got to get the chains moving first. So I think Spags is going to have a plan for all these motions and shifts and how they're going to defend Devo. But it's going to be a challenge because this is much different than the teams they've played. Now you're really dealing with, hey, we can try to eliminate a receiver in Brandon Ayuk, but then there's the other receiver in Debo Samuel who is dynamic with the football in his hands at every level of the field, whether it's running routes or in the backfield getting the football as well. That's a big challenge for a defensive coordinator to really have to defend it on all levels. So it's prediction time, Andrew. What do you have for me on this front? Uh, you know, I had this conversation with you just a couple weeks ago, Rich. I'm tired of picking against Mahomes, but I guess I'm just going to keep doing it. I just maybe I'm a good luck charm for him because I just say every week they're not winning, and every week they win. So I'm going to do it again. I just think the Niners' weapons. This is their opportunity. This game sets up how they should be able to win a football game. The Chiefs haven't been as good this season. They've struggled at moments. They've been on fire the last few weeks. But the Niners, I think, have not played as well in the playoffs as we've seen them play in the regular season, and they're due to have a big night. So I'm going 49ers. You haven't learned is what you're saying. You have not learned. No, but maybe it's on purpose at this point. You know, that's at least what I'm selling. That's what I'm telling Patrick and Travis and those guys when I see them, when they're like, hey, you picked against us all year and we won the Super Bowl. I was, hey, listen, I was doing it to help you guys because it was working. Yeah, but they don't buy that. They don't buy that at all. Maybe. I know, okay. Uh, what's the score? What score do you have? What's your final score? Oh, man. Yeah, come on. That's a good one. Uh, you know, I think you're really putting me on it today. It's, it's Super Bowl week. Let's go. Step up. That's, uh, that's right. I'm going to go 24-20, San Francisco 49. Okay. Chris, what does that mean? That's exactly what Scott Van Pelt did. That's okay. Niners cover in the under. Okay. When you All right. When you say those things. Those mean those mean something to the Vegas. I don't know people. what it means. What it, means. it means I'm going to make a ton of money. Uh, okay, very good. Didn't know that. <laughs> That's what it means. Uh, so, what are you doing for <laughs> for Mattel Creations and Fisher Price, Andrew? What's your what's your? School? Oh, baby, second year in a row, Rich. My kids are going to love me. Ooh. Little people collector sets, baby. Ooh. The Look. Niners and the Chiefs, little people's collector sets. That is cool. You can you can go on MattelCreations.com. Yes. Put in an order for your your team who you think's winning. Yeah. If your team loses, you get refunded. But if your team wins, 
you get a Super Bowl 58 collection set that you can keep forever for your kids, for you. It's great memorabilia. But, hey, you were talking about lines, overs, unders. I don't understand that either. What I do understand is if you want to find something to help you make your bet, right now the Chiefs are leading at MattelCreations.com in the orders that have been placed. The highest percentage is leaning towards the Chiefs, 60%. So I don't know what all measurements you guys are using to make your pick. But as of MattelCreations.com, the Chiefs are ahead. So you can go to MattelCreations.com, pre-order your collection set. So the Chiefs set includes, wait a minute, I have it here, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Legereus Sneed is in there as yeah, well. Yeah, come on, baby. Is it is it is it true that uh, uh, Kadarius Tony was in that set and he's now no longer in that oh, set? Is that, is, that, is that wrong? Did wow. I just, did, did wow. I? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just. Yeah, they, just they dropped at, him. Okay, just <laughs> so, didn't know. But don't call. Um, <laughs> all right, Fred Warner, Purdy, and McCaffrey. I like it, and both sets include a super fan. This is cool, man. Can we guess who the super? Come fan on, is? it's really fun. I love I, it. I actually have. Uh, you know, I have one they made me last year after doing this with a sports coat and a hoodie. Uh, the kids keep in their room. Really? So it's, it's pretty special. Oh, that's oh, so yeah. cool. I would take it's one great. of those. I would take one hey. of those. I, I think they will take notice that you said that. Rich. I would definitely, definitely one I would take, I would definitely take, take one of those and I wouldn't leave it at the airport either. I would take <laughs> it with a, what a story, man. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know. Didn't tell anyone you, you know, you football players just don't, you know, you just, you just show up and you just think people will do stuff for you. You know what I mean? Andrew, what can I tell you? We're spoiled. What, what do you want me to say? No, I hold, you are not. I hold and I can't take care of myself. Yes. I mean, I'm basically useless. <laughs> Andrew, you're the best, man. Thanks for a great season coming in studio, hanging with Susie and Amy as well on What the Football, and uh, I look forward to having you back all the time and seeing you here in L.A. Yeah, brother, you too, man. Okay, Andrew, I'll see you in Vegas. Thanks again. You are the best as well. Andrew Whitworth of Prime Video, Thursday Night Football, Super Bowl champion, Walter Payton Man of the Year says, uh, MattelCreations.com is the spot to pre-order your collector set. So you order one, you get refunded. Wouldn't you still want the collector set, even if your team loses? What, you're out? Yeah, I'd kind of want it. Wouldn't you want it? But it's, you know, it's like those T-shirts of the non-winning, you know, the team that don't win the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. All right, so you just ship it they out get shipped off overseas? Yeah, yeah, so. Okay. So wait a minute, he okay. said that comes with a super fan, right? And yes. That, I mean, are we, I don't, are I don't we know. guessing who's coming in? The, no, I guess it's just a, a a small collect you know item that looks so like a super fan. Swift is not in the Chiefs one. I don't believe so. The ones in the Chiefs ones are Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Legarius Sneed. Well, they they made an error in judgment there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing she didn't license her. Well, again, one one <laughs> should have one had a, one had a, had a little foot on the line. Was that wrong? Is it hashtag too soon? I mean, it might. Have All right, let's take a break. Jim Nance, everybody. Jim Nance calling the Super Bowl will join us next. This is the Rich Eisen Show prior to us heading to Las Vegas. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number, sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to lead you onto the field next year. It's going to be weird getting into a huddle without Alex Smith, too. Because so you, because you did not, you did not obviously play in the last game of the year, right? No, I did not. Okay, so that was where Mahomes was out there. Yeah. Um, what are your feelings now that Alex Smith has been unofficially traded away? To use your um, phraseology here, it's it's awkward. It's awkward. I, uh, I honestly don't know how to really accept it. <clears throat> I mean, through uh, <clears throat> my entire career, I've uh, you can't say Travis Kelsey without Alex Smith. I mean, he's been my quarterback. He's been the guy that's uh, arguably the I owe a lot of my success to him. You know, so it's um, it's going to be awkward going into a huddle, like I said, with uh, with anybody but Alex. But I know Pat is ready for the opportunity. Sure, he's um, he's he's taking a lot of. A lot of mental reps and a lot of notes from Alex and how this thing should be ran. Um, Alex ran it to a to an absolute T this uh, this past season, and um, you know, obviously, everyone's excited to see what he can do. We had Chris Harris of the Broncos on game day morning in the playoffs, and he said when he was looking at film of Mahomes and he played a couple of series against him. Yeah, he says this kid's got some serious ability. The Broncos said that. Yeah. Have you seen anything of that note yet? Without a doubt. I mean, what he what he does in practice is uh, it's fun to watch him in practice because kind of he's on the scout team, kind of just being a backyard quarterback, throwing it all every way imaginable you mm-hmm. can think of, sidearm, underhand, chuck, putting the ball anywhere on the field. So it was definitely fun watching him in that regard. And when he played against the Broncos, I mean, he he had a lot of footballs where he put it right on the money. Right. And, and, and in crucial times and uh, crucial moments. So, I mean, it's – um. It's, like I said, it's going to be exciting to see where you can go with it because it's it's the the expectation is definitely high. Update. Not on the scout team anymore. <laughs> Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com 
or just stop by. And a friendly reminder, uh, as Jim Nance is about to join us on this program, you can also listen to Super Bowl 58 for free by streaming it like you've been streaming all, all NFL on Westwood One games all season long for free. All season long, you hopefully you've been listening to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station digital platforms, all sponsored by AutoZone. Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner will have the call. By You can listen to it again for free. Get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I do not take this for granted at all that I'm able to call him a friend and have him join us on this program the Tuesday before calling a Super Bowl. Always appreciative of having the great Jim Nance on the Rich Eisen Show streaming, uh, as you can see right now, from Las Vegas. Good to see you, Jim. Hello, my friend. It's great to be with you, Rich. Uh, Tradition unlike any other before the big events. And I love being with you. Your name came up yesterday. I just have to give a great public shout out here unsolicited by you. But you were doing those games over in Europe, play by play this season. And you were working with a CBS production team. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Um, And these are all all, friends, colleagues, great, great friends of mine. Everybody universally came back talking about how much they enjoyed working with you and everyone from NFL Network. A huge legion of fans over here for all of you. And, of course, they were aware that we're pals, but you had a lot of new friends that came out of those experiences in in Germany and, and the U.K., so... Congratulations. Well, thank you, uh, Jim. And again, um, you were, you're so kind to pass that along and the feeling's completely mutual. Uh, I mean, you know, when you're, you're, you're uh, endeavoring a broadcast, it is a team effort. And then when you're <laughs> in this particular instance, when you're flying to a different continent to do it, there's a certain, you know, um, there's a certain togetherness that you need in order to have yeah. um, something work. And, and I felt the same way about all of the CBS colleagues and I always have working on Thursday night football. First time I met you was at yeah. uh, was at uh, the U.S. Tennis Center when you were coming out as uh, you know I guess just a fan going to watch some tennis when I was doing the late night show on CBS the 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 highlight show that used to exist. Um, I still have my jacket. And I still have my blazer. It fits. I'm very pleased to <laughs> Where say. Where is it? Where is it? Is it in the Master bedroom closet. Got or it is somewhere. It, uh, no, it's in it's 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 actually. I think it's in our closet right here at work. I think. Is it here? I, uh, I think so. I don't I know. So. But I also <laughs> noticed they, they've they've upgraded. Like you and Romo are wearing like the parkas. I, I like that with the logo right there. I mean, they've got they've got the whole thing yeah, working hey, now, Jim. We were in a you blizzard know? in Buffalo back to back weekends. We had to put on the park. I mean, it was that was rough sledding. That was before the wild card game against Pittsburgh. I came in in advance, a day in advance, to get out uh, in front of the storm. And then, of course, the game got pushed back a day. Right. And there was this tribal travel ban. And unless you were uh, uh, a necessary worker, you you had you were not allowed on the roads. Three days without leaving the hotel. We were in a little boutique hotel that did a great job, the Reichert House. They kept some personnel because they couldn't get home. And it was like being in a private home as uh, they cooked for us on three meals. 
But yeah, we needed the parkas, man. No parkas <laughs> this week, though. Indoors. I love it. I love it, Jim. It's great. And and uh, you you probably called more Brady games than other human on planet Earth. That's not even close, right? Not it's, even close. Uh, okay, it's over a hundred. <laughs> this was actually researched one time by Stacy James, the great uh, PR man for the for the Patriots. And when I eclipsed a hundred. He fed this information to the Boston Globe, and second most all-time, I believe, was Al. At 59 was the number, but I was over 100. So, and surprisingly, yeah, that yeah. was the second. No, yeah, so you're, you're the perfect person to ask. Are you getting a sense of deja vu with the Chiefs again? I mean, does, this, does it look similar to what we're seeing right now from this team? In terms of a dynasty? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking four out of five years – and you have a chance to match up something that they did in 0304 and go back to back the first franchise since New England to win consecutive Super Bowls. You bet. I mean, it it definitely is taking on the same characteristics. A star generational quarterback. I mean, yeah, it's you know, a, a coach that is a first ballot legend and Hall of Famer and Andy. So, yeah, that's, there's some similarities. And I'm just grateful they've landed in our conference since we're primarily the AFC network and we've had a chance to, to see and document these stories. How have you watched him grow up, Mahomes, Jim? How has he changed in that way? I, the thing I, my first thought when you asked that, because I've been asked that before, is that he hasn't changed. Now, naturally, he's grown up over the course of the six years as a starting quarterback. But he's grounded. He's got a wonderful way about him. He's respectful to people. And I don't think he's changed all that much. I mean, listen, we're talking about a guy who's now become a, a father twice over, uh, you know, family man with a, a great family. And But his playing is the same. Uh, his ability to lead, we saw that right out of the box. So I don't think I don't see anything about him that wow I remember how it used to be. No, this is kind of what it's been since 2018 when he got the starting job. It's it's truly amazing what he and, and what he can do now to go back to back, and that um, the last time we we saw back to back Super Bowls 38 and 39. 38 being the last one for CBS you did not call. You were you were doing the pregame because I remember I had you and Dion and Boomer and everybody on NFL Total Access in our first ever Super Bowl um, in the history of NFL Network. So this is your seventh Super Bowl that you're calling, Jim, if I'm correct. Right, I, right. I hosted it twice, and you gave the Lombardi Trophy away on those two occasions, and I've given it away these times that I've called the game too. I've made the, the march down from the from the booth hurriedly with a lot of assistance and gotten down to the field through the blizzard of confetti, as they say. And I've been there for that incredible coronation when the trophy is presented. So yeah, it goes fast, man. This is nine overall for me, seven play by plays. And I am due rich for a close one. <laughs> I have not had. I don't mean to laugh, but what what is the history here? What do you got? What well, you, you want history? Sure. I'll give you a few things. I'll give sure. you uh, I'll give you that riveting Patriot Rams game in Atlanta, <laughs> which was Super Bowl Fifty Three 
I think it was what thirteen to three final. That is correct. And yeah, uh-huh. there was one snap the entire game in the red zone. One, one. It was a two-yard touchdown run by Sony Michelle. It was set up with a seam pass down the field to Gronkowski. Got tackled at the two. The next play, they punched it across. They never saw inside the twenty the rest of the game, and the Rams never saw it the entirety of the game. That was three nothing, I believe, going to the third <laughs> quarter. So. We're due. And then we had the can't miss Mahomes Brady matchup, the COVID game, the COVID Super Bowl. Mm. And that was one sided. That wasn't great. Um, but hey, yeah, what? you know what? I'm, I'm actually being a little unfair here. The Saints and the Colts game, which was Drew Brees' greatest moment, greatest triumph, was a seven point game, 31 24. And the Ravens 49ers Harbaugh Bowl was a three-point game with the Niners having four throws into the end zone from the five in the last two minutes to try to win it. All were incompletions. Three of them were incompletions directed toward uh, Michael Crabtree. That that was a good game. But, you know, I'm looking for a field goal at the end of this one, you know, something like that. I'll, I'll take the Hail Mary if somebody wants to give it to us. We'll take that too. <laughs> but I, I'm ready. I'm tired of being – a number of times into the fourth quarter and into fill material and contextualizing and big picture and all this stuff. I want to be locked in on the next chapter. That is the next play. I love it. And but but let's let's all how it all started. Your first ever Super Bowl call, your first ever Super yep. Bowl kick, right? Was if I'm not mistaken, Devin Hester. It. Yeah, the only. The one and only opening kickoff return for a touchdown in Super Bowl history. It's a record I'm rather proud of, Rich. I When I'm not doing the game, uh, uh, you know, we get it every third year. It's about to go to every fourth year. I root for the opening touchback, you know, opening kick touchback. Okay, we got another year out of this bad boy. So <laughs> I'll be thinking of that on Sunday when we see the opening. It'll keep going. That's something. Yeah. But in all honesty, though, Jim, I, I'll never forget that moment because when the Bears were receiving, the whole stadium, everybody was thinking, there's no way they are going to kick this ball to Devin Hester. There's no chance they're going to do that. And how rare is it, Jim, and you would obviously know better than anybody, anybody, that when there's a moment that everybody is watching collectively as a country thinking – they, it would be amazing if this happens, and it never does. The expectations never met. They kicked it to him, and he returned it. I'll never forget that. Never. The last thing that left my lips as Vinatieri was was Adam was putting the ball on the tee was setting up Hester and his his ability and and, and as he's now approaching the ball, I said, and the Colts have had a difficult time all season long uh, covering kicks. They kick it down to the two, to the eight yard line, and then you know Devin took off and got past the first wave, is what I said. And here he goes, you know, and boom, he was gone. The thing I loved about it the most, Rich, was it was perfect symmetry with the first play I ever saw in my life, which was the Saints' first ever game in franchise history, September the seventeenth, nineteen sixty seven, at the old Tulane Stadium. They took on the Los Angeles Rams. I was eight years old. I was there with my father. 
I'd never been to an NFL game. And again, it's the Saints' first game. And the opening kick was returned for a touchdown by a player named John Gilliam, 94 yards for New Orleans for the touchdown. And to have that as my first play and then my first play calling the game goes the distance. My life was coming full circle, and I I was grateful for that. Jim, I love that. All right, before I let you go, um, what what's going to go through your your head and your your heart, your chest? You're sitting there. It's what uh, I guess three eighteen local time in Las Vegas, six eighteen Eastern. What's going to happen on Sunday for you, Jim? Going to get lost in the game. I'm, listen, we've done 21 broadcasts this season. It's been a wonderful season with Tony and Tracy and our crew. I just want it to feel like it always feels, the camaraderie, the chemistry. I just want to get lost in the game. I'm going to be very excited the fact that my children are going to be at the game. And that includes, believe it or not, I have an eight-year-old son mm-hmm. who's the same age. His first Super Bowl is um, – at the age of eight, which was the, my age when I went to my first ever game, the one I mentioned, the aforementioned Saints debut. So he's eight. He's going to have a memory seared into his brain. That's important to me. And um, I'm just going to hope he's having a great time. And I hope to be watching it with uh, a very well-prepared week for me. And I hope to see the joy and the gift of this game through a child's eyes, my son. That's beautiful, Jim. As always, you are just one of one, man. I really appreciate the time here. You bet. And I can't wait to to watch it. And uh, and l- literally, you, you already know there's no way there could be any bigger surprise or throw a figurative curveball your way more than, say, the moment in Buffalo between the Chiefs and the Bills when they show a cutaway of – Taylor Swift's suite, and instead you see a shirtless, yelling, beer-holding Jason Kelsey. <laughs> that that has to be way up there in terms of your having a curveball thrown your way in the history of your career. That was priceless. Just, we also had the great moment, though, at the end of the game. I say great moment. It wasn't a great moment for the Bills Mafia that I absolutely admire yes. to the 100th degree, but the the kick with a minute and a half to go that went wide right, you just never know <laughs> what's going to happen. And although I will say this, mm. I really felt like had he made it, it was still going to be the Chiefs in the end because it was way too much time left Oh yeah, for Patrick with two timeouts. He got Butker. They were going to win it anyway, I feel like. But um, yeah, hey, listen, it, it, it's, it's hard to believe. There's only been now, this is the 58th game. I've been the nine of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's not lost on me. This is this is as big as it gets. And my heart is overflowing with gratitude. That's all I can tell you right now is the people that have had that chance. There's very few of us who have. And uh, I'm grateful to be able to have it one more time. Well, and hopefully a few more after this, too. And it'll, of course, no question about it. And uh, so let's we're rooting for uh, at the beginning, a touchback. So we can continue this. Well, no, here. that's okay. okay. Uh, as long as as long as the opening kick happens on uh, return happens on my watch, okay. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's next year. I'm looking for Got the it. touchback. My bad. I will make that note. You know, when <laughs> we don't have the Super Bowl, we 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 get we we go through the AFC Championship. Yes, 
And, um, you know, I look at the rosters for the Super Bowl. The first thing I want to look at is how strong a leg do the two kickers have because one of them is kicking off, and I want that record to hold up. There's two people that are watching that with a lot of concern, me and Devin Hester. That's right. <laughs> you got that in common. Oh, my gosh. Jim, you're the best. Have a great broadcast. Thanks, Truly Rich. appreciate it. You be Love well. Love being with you, pal. And you, you on behalf bet. of all of us at CBS, thank you for being such a great pro and a friend to so many of us. Oh, we that, appreciate that means the thank world. You, you have no idea. You're the man. Thanks, Jim. You be well. That's Jim yeah, Nance, the pal. great Bye-bye. Jim Nance, right here on the show. <laughs> How about that? Congratulations. Oh, well, I mean. When you're on the road in Germany and London and you're calling a game that you know the rest of the world is going to be watching, seriously, literally, you know, because our broadcast is shown locally and then back home and, you know, and you don't um, know a lot of these folks personally and you're just thrown together, you want to go out there and and meet and hang out and imbibe. <laughs> You know, you it's the truth, especially if it's going to be on the NFL's dime. No, uh, why not? No. I'll have another, you know. But still, I mean, that says no, a lot about you the, as a person, bro. Like, oh, you know, please, a lot of people in your, a lot of people aren't nice. Let's just be honest. And so for him, Jim Nance, of all people, well, to give was, you that compliment, that's something for you to be Well, first of all, of Jim is a prince to, you know, that speaks to him to pass that along. Um, but also the Dolphins-Chiefs game was the weekend of NFL Network's 20th anniversary. So here I am, you know, 20 years after launching this network in Germany, hanging with a crew uh, uh, from CBS, an NFL partner, which would have been a dream. Are you kidding me? When we launched NFL Network, okay, we're going to have a game. Partners of the NFL are going to – well, I mean the NFL – tells the partner this is what we prefer (laughs) but uh honestly though that they that we are part of their world and there with ours it was kind of a fascinating cross-section i had a touch of the vermeil like literally every word out of my mouth i started tearing up in front of the whole crew um and they were awesome they were awesome and we watched games together and it was it was pretty cool i mean you bond when you work together on a crew that was so nice of jim to pass that along he is uh as I said, one of one. Calling the game with Romo. I believe it's his third with Romo, third Super Bowl with Romo. And I, by the way, co-sign on the, uh, the tight finish. That would be great. I, I, his first Super Bowl call is Devin Hester returning. That, we, that was the, the Prince halftime show we it were was. talking about. 17th 17, anniversary yes. was the, over the weekend. 17 years. How is yeah. that much time? 17 years. Yep. Wow. Since that one. And again... Our first Super Bowl, we were in Houston, which is, you know, obviously Jim's town. And um, he was the the host of the CBS um, pregame show. Mm-hmm. And that was huge for us when we were doing Total Access. And then we had Jim, Boomer, Dion um, together. And that was wild. Having all of them together just meant so much to us. Let me make sure I get the, I I got all of them correct. It really meant so much to us that they were all with us. Yeah, it was Marino, Dion, and Boomer, and Nance. And Greg Gumbel and Sims called that game. And, um, and, And then Jim did all the Super Bowls on CBS since. This is his seventh. That was a blast. I mean, he's the best. 
Don't take it for granted. Now, let's take a break. And I'm going to go see if the CBS jacket is in the back. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure I it is. <laughs> I don't, because if it's not there, I don't know where it is, which is freaking me out right oh, no. now. You pulled it out. You, you brought it out. About two years ago, I can't remember. Well, I brought it so. when, when NFL Network and CBS started doing the NFL Thursday night together. We had uh, an event in New York where our crew and the CBS crew all got together mm-hmm. in the offseason um, and, and, and held our preseason symposiums together. I, I, I wore my jacket to that one. I thought it was when Susie made you clean out the closet. And maybe that too. It may have been one of the many like that. You know where that would look good? That would look not great. here. Not, yeah. In the studio. All right. Let's take a break. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. TJ's got a great top five when we come back. Antonio Pierce from Vegas in hour three. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning. Or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's kind of difficult to describe to people who were unfamiliar yeah. with it, have as you, you might met have been. Patrick Mahomes. I have, yeah. have <laughs> yes, I have met Patrick. I think he's one of my heroes. Oh, oh is that right? Oh, that's true. Oh. Okay. I, 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 I root for that team, even though I've never lived there. Yes. I think he is just phenomenal to watch. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about the season finale of Barry. And yes. You were, and you were talking about the season finale and of two and Super Bowls ago. I was hoping ago. Patrick was in it. <laughs> Next time you come on, yes. we'll make sure Mahomes is on the phone. <gasps> we'll do that. Truly? You like him that much, huh? I, I think that his ability is such a cut above. He is so passionate in the way he plays. Yes. He is so... Improvisorial mm-hmm. in the way he plays. He is so sure. I I I just think it is uh, instinctually great. Actually, okay. Well, he now knows that, and we yeah. will make sure that we'll, we'll we'll make this happen. Yeah, it would be my. Does honor. he listen? Um, yes. Um, Patrick, hi. He does. We. How can, are you? We. These things. 
So can I just say, no, if Patrick is listening, I'd like to, you know, uh, I, we make a great chicken stuffed with ricotta and spinach yes. with an unbelievable reduction. It can be yours uh, if you're here in L.A. Well, the Chiefs come play the Chargers, right? The Chiefs they play do. the Chargers. They do, actually, we'll, we'll make yeah. this happen. Those guys are good, too. Yeah, they I are. I mean, they, they're, they're good quarterbacks. Yeah, they are. They are not Mahomes. That is correct. Oh, my gosh. All of Henry Winkler's appearances, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Okay. Look at what I got on. Hold on a minute. Hold oh, a second. Hold on. Hold on. Back on the Rich Eisen Show for the radio audience. I did find my CBS Sports Blazer that was given to me when I worked for CBS in the summer of 2003, four and five. And I'm pleased to say it fits with a sweater I'm underneath fleek. as well. Yeah. What do you think? Do I look full CBS or what? Hello, friend. On fleek. Thank you very much. I am on fleek. I am. Is that John Miller? That is John Miller. Remember when he came in here and he was in shorts? I know, and shirts and shorts and sandals. He's like, oh, we're on TV? Squad goals. That's right. He was fantastic. We've got to get him back. I miss him. I miss him. That's funny. Game time tickets, everybody. Get the Game Time app on your mobile device near you immediately and get yourself a ticket to the big game. And if you do that, $100 off when you use the code Vegas100. I've been telling you about Game Time for quite some time. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for events near you football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee gets you the best price every time. And you, the guesswork's totally removed out of buying tickets with Game Time because you get all in prices. You get to see the view from your seat. And right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with the code Vegas100. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Just download the GameTime app and use the code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use the code RICH. For $20 off your first purchase, download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Boom! Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Guys, I mean, this is... That looks good, man. <laughs> this means... You know what this means? Uh, I'm a fine wine, and also, I, I was a... Uh, I don't know. I, You've kept your playing weight? Well, my playing weight, it's just... I'm buttoning a jacket that's under with a sweater underneath it, which means maybe... I needed to let this out a little bit a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. Does this mean you're running a 5'9"? Like, what are we talking about? I'm feeling good, brother. What can I tell you? What are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. All right. But that's I can it. feel it. It's not, it. it's not until April. So, uh, TJ, you have a top five? I do. What's your top five? Well, Jay Philly. What in the world is in that bag? What you got in yeah. that bag? All right. Hit that theme music. Kaboom. What do you got? Guess who stepped in the room? Listen, Rich, on Thursday, February the 8th, as you know, during NFL honors, the 2024 class will be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. You'll be there, right? I will be there. So it, it kind of made me think, and I know MMA does this, when in, in addition to inducting individual fighters and, and people who contribute to the sport, they also induct individual fights. Okay. And that made me think, man. So I dug into the big-ass grab bag, and I decided I was going to give you five NFL games throughout history that I feel the Pro Football Hall of Fame 
should induct. So if they were inducting contests, games. Individual games, yes. These are the top five that I you would induct. Th- these are five. That Playoff are, games are all time? Games, any. These are. Anytime they're, they're, there's been a toe meeting football. Anytime, Rich. All right, have it. Copy of games. All right, so the first game I got starts in 1968. We went oh back a little bit. And it's the Heidi game. Where okay. Oakland Raiders beat the Jets 43-32. to Now, 65 seconds left in the game. The Jets kick a field goal to go up 32-29 over the Raiders. The Jets kick off, and then the movie Heidi starts. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Because NBC decided that no matter what, at 7 p.m., they were going to start the movie Heidi. <laughs> you imagine? And millions of Americans just assumed that the Jets won the game, which they did not because the Raiders came back to oh, win. That's odd. So what that did is it changed a bunch of television rules. Now, you know, you're not allowed to that's cut weird. away weird. from from games. And I know as a Jet fan, you probably wish that they You would've. weren't even alive yet, Rich. Yeah, so you can't really be too mad about it. But no, I think no, the just... Heidi game was just such a big moment in football, especially with television, that I feel like that game should be remembered and inducted into okay. the Hall of Fame. Also... 1972, down 7-6 to six with 22 seconds left. Terry Bradshaw's pass intended for Frenchie Fuqua bounces off of Jack Tatum's helmet, and it's plucked out of the air by Franco Harris. He runs 60 yards for a touchdown, and so the immaculate reception is born. This was voted the most famous play in football history, if I'm not mistaken. And I feel that this game is very well deserved to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay. Next, we have 1975. Okay. When I closed my eyes and I I threw the ball, I said a Hail Mary, Roger Staubach. I think the Hail Mary game between the Cowboys and the Vikings deserves to be inducted just because that term has become so synonymous in the sports lexicon with football and hope and you're throwing a Hail Mary. And Dallas came back to win that game and almost kind of kickstart their dynasty, but they lost to Lex the next week. So whatever. But I think the, uh, the Hail Mary game. Also, right. one of my least favorite games, 1982, the catch. This ended kind of Dallas's run. This started San Francisco's dynasty with the White Clark catching the pass in the back of the end zone as Joe Montana's rolling to his right with two tall Jones and half the defense of the Dallas Cowboys chasing him. He hits the White Clark, makes the catch. The dynasty is born. I think this game is worthy of being inducted. And lastly, Brockman, I think you'll like this 2001. Uh, Let me just get this right. NFL rule number three, section 22, article two, note two. It's the tuck rule. It's the game that kicked off the Patriots dynasty. It's the game that kind of started Tom Brady on his route to becoming the greatest of all time. Patriots 16, Raiders 13 in that AFC division. I just feel like some of these games they had... You know, dynasty starting ends, and I feel like these games are a good place to start. But also, I'm also interested to see what you guys have to say. What games would you think okay. would be worthy of being inducted? It's called the snow game. I mean, that's you don't you know you, New Englanders call it the uh, well. I'm not the not snow being game. from New England, game. you know. But <laughs> last game at Old Foxborough Stadium. I mean, come on. Uh, that's that's right. Tom Brady's first career playoff game, wasn't it? I think, didn't they? Didn't Brady perform? Let me me check that out. Okay, let's see what we got here. But I just feel like these games kind of like, kind of encompass the game, some big moments, some some terminology, the way television was presented, the way sports on TV was presented was changed forever by the Heidi. Um, Yeah. 
I mean, that was an amazing game in the snow, too. I I, oh, I remember man. it. Both kicks. So overtime and the one to tie it. Right. Think about this, Chris. Think about uh, back in 2022. We're watching the Chiefs. That was Bills Brady's game, first right? career playoff game. We're watching the Chiefs-Bills oh. playoff game where the scoring was going crazy. Imagine if at like 7 o'clock CBS <laughs> decided to away. change the NCIS. And you're like, wait a minute, that's not <laughs> yeah. Patrick Mahomes. That's Wilmer Valderrama. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so, you know, that changed television and sports forever. By so, the way, Brady had a rushing touchdown in that game. By the way, Brady won the first 10 playoff games of his career. Yeah, is that good? He was almost 0-1, but started 10-0 and instead. Yeah, big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Great rule. Jeez. Great rule. It was a, <laughs> let me tell you something. What's kind of crazy, first of all, that they took a television, uh, they took a football game off the air to mm-hmm. make sure that everybody got to make, to start Heidi on time. Yeah. Um, also, the, how long would they have been uh, replaying that touchdown if instant replay existed? The Immaculate Reception. Oh my God. We'd still be going. I mean, right? we've seen that place so many. Right. Like, you can't tell. Games. You'd have to stay. It would have to stand as called. You can't tell if that ball hit yeah. the ground. Also, if that happened now, there'd be. I mean, we saw the this, the promo. How many cameras are going to be at the Super Bowl? That's like, right. Yeah. There were only four cameras yeah. at right. that game. They've got six. Yeah. And I should ask Jim about the upright cam. Upright. Damn. Doink, doink cam. It doink literally cam. took about 48 years for me to see a shot of that play that I'd never in my life seen. Yeah. It was like somebody held on to this footage forever. Yeah. And it clearly shows Franco did catch it. All right. Welcome us to the airport. That, But that was a great game in itself. The snow yeah. game, Brady oh, versus Oakland, you know. Yeah. By oh the way, there's goodness. so many. I had 20 to chop down the list. I mean, there's so many games out there. You know, the Ice Bowl. There was a game that was literally called the greatest game yeah. ever played. You, you call know? it the snow game. Everyone else calls it the tuck game. Correct. Uh, Amy takes the the uh, the T off and puts the F game. <laughs> That's Amy Trask. It is Fair. called WTF. Fair. Hour three coming up. Best Super Bowl ever? Or oh. one that you, maybe you've personally seen? Well, I mean, I... I told you the other day i gave a top number number one was um was the uh patriots and the, and the seahawks i've never seen anything like yeah. it i've never seen anything like it you know what i saw chris right i'd never seen this by the way the before. tons of lead changes in that one too yeah it was back and forth right at the play before as the, the play that about butler threw, caught the pick oh what well, he wasn't in the game like, I oh, saw a video of a coach saying yeah. Butler get in the – so uh, just right. the amount of preparation. That wasn't well, just uh, And luck. for Al, too. I mean, I, I don't think he, he had Malcolm Butler on his sheet, you know, prominently displayed. I mean, he had a board, and I'm mm-hmm. um, sure he, he, he was on the board, but – And also a couple of plays uh, before that. He was right that, on it. Jermaine Curse makes one of, one the, of the greatest, greatest catches, catches I know, circus catches. From his back. Right, yeah. I know. And then, and then me, and I'm sure Pat's fans everywhere, thinking, here we go again. This is Tyree 2.0. I know. How did he catch that? And then it was going to be a continuation of the, the longest drought of Brady's career yeah, without winning one. Absolutely. It's going to be another one. It's going to be 11 years. Yeah, I mean, I, and, this, and this we was wouldn't a contender, be, too. And we wouldn't be talking about the Chiefs being the first repeat winner nope. since Brady. Yeah. Seattle, Seattle was absolutely. about to go. Absolutely. And and you're talking about different Hall of Fame trajectories. Oh, and you're talking about you're talking about dynastic oh, yeah. conversations. Uh, that's why that's number one for me. <laughs>